The background music of the Disney parks has a special way of adding to the storytelling or theme while whisking you away to a different time or place. A lot of us Disney fans use these loops as a way to get a taste of the parks from home. So today on the Diz Quiz, we're testing your knowledge of Walt Disney World background loops. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the Diz Quiz. As always, I'm your host, Tommy T. So excited to be saying those words because we are back here for Season 3. If you want to hear everything about what I have in store for Season 3, then stick around till the end of the episode. But the short version is, I'm doing whatever the heck I want. So in this season premiere, we're going to do a little bit of Name That Tune with Walt Disney World background music, and you're the contestant. I'm going to play some clips from some of my favorite background loops that I've grown attached to over the years, and then I put on when I want to be transported somewhere in Walt Disney World and see if you can guess where they're from. Could be an attraction, a land, a resort, anything in Walt Disney World is on the table here. For the first 10, I'll play a 15 second clip, then I'll reveal the answer and talk about why I love that background loop, what makes it special to me, and maybe some trivia and history tidbits as well. Then we'll move into a lightning round where you only have a few seconds to guess. I'm going to put as many links as I can find to Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, wherever these loops might be available, so if you don't want to be spoiled, then don't look in the description till after you've already watched. We'll get started in just a second, but before we do, just want to give a quick reminder that the Diz Quiz is available as both a podcast and a YouTube video, so however you'd like to experience it, it's available to you. And uh, leaving a like, a comment, a review in the podcast app, a YouTube subscription, all of those are really great ways to help the show grow, and I do appreciate your support. So without further ado, let's get into our first clip. All right, that was probably a softball for most of you, but that is of course the intervention slash future world plaza area music. Uh, from Epcot, of course, and it is, uh, for me, my go-to and most listened to <laughs> background track from all of Disney World, so I've listened to this a ton. It's what I want to put on when I just want to be transported down to Disney and uh, Epcot specifically. It was composed by Russell Brower, who went on to become the in-house composer at Blizzard Games, so if you've played Diablo or World of Warcraft or StarCraft, that's probably a fun little tidbit for you. For me, it has this interesting quality of feeling like both the past and the future at the same time. I think that much of Epcot has had that feeling um, since that 1994 refresh when this music debuted. And uh, we'll have to see what happens in the future, whether it survives the refurbishment that's underway as we head into this new era of Epcot. But the music will always remain for me in my mind and uh, always be very, again, distinctly Epcot. So let's get into our next track. The answer to this one is Oga's Cantina. Of course, this is a newcomer to the background music, and uh, it's entered my rotation recently as a regular go-to when I'm doing work or whatever. It's a really fun background loop to put on. It's actually available on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube officially from Disney, so you can find the you know high-quality audio of this officially released as an album on all those platforms. 
I'm just looking at my notes here because I've got some of these uh, track names written down. They're all really fun. This one is my favorite. It's called Utini, which is a reference to a common Jawa term. Then you have one called Yakola Atima, which is Hutties for drink now. Of course, appropriate for, uh, you know, a, a bar. And then you even have an artist called the Slimos, which is a reference to an episode one line. So these are deep cut Star Wars references. You know, these are not on the on the nose kind of stuff. So you've got to be a big Star Wars nerd to get all of them. I'm not even getting all of them. And I'm, I am a Star Wars nerd. So, uh, but I was lab- I love that you're able to create this really diverse set of music using all different genres, all different instruments. It's really fun to listen to and see all their influences and all the different languages at play. It really is a perfect soundtrack for being in an otherworldly alien bar. And one of the tracks even has that famous cantina band melody there. So it's a really fun track to listen to, especially if you've been to Oga's and want to relive, you know, drinking your uh, fuzzy tauntaun. Great, great stuff. All right, let's get into the next one. So that was from The Wilderness Lodge, and what's interesting here is that these are mostly movie scores, many of them not even Disney movies, but they just went out and found films that really were about the West, the exploration of the West and nature, and being uh, just out there on the plains, out in the Pacific Northwest, wherever it may be. Uh, Some movie titles that you can hear music from would be The Magnificent Seven, How the West Was Won, The Big Country. This bit I pulled here is from Silverado composed by frequent Disney collaborator Bruce Broughton. And uh, you also hear stuff like Aaron Copland, who um, has a number of compositions that were inspired by the land and nature of the West. So I think that these influences are perfectly suited for the Wilderness Lodge and really transport you out to nature, out to the West, and really add to the theming of that resort, which if you haven't been, walk through that lobby, take in the atmosphere, it is gorgeous. So the music is one piece of a big puzzle there, but I, I love it. It's a nice background track for sure. All right, here's the next one. answer there is the bridge to Adventureland. So this is the bridge that takes you from the hub into Adventureland and I've always found this uh, marimba sort of happy simple music to be very calming and comforting. I used to actually listen to this as I was going to sleep back in college. It just was a very uh, comforting track to me. Something about the marimba music and just the melodies and the, the sound of this track always made me very relaxed so it's been a go-to track of mine as well for a long time and uh, I also think it works great as a transition from the sort of peppy Americana music of the hub into the jungles of Adventureland so it has a great storytelling function as well and if you guessed Animal Kingdom then you give, give yourself a point because this did play at some point somewhere in Animal Kingdom I believe around Discovery Island or or maybe in Africa, so it's, it definitely was used in both Adventureland and Animal Kingdom at one point, so that does count. <laughs> Alright, let's go to the next track. And the answer is Pandora, the World of Avatar. 
This track specifically is from the Wind Traders gift shop and it's called Spirits of Moara. So this is another official release from Disney which is widely available on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. I'll put links in the description. And the album contains tracks from both attractions, the shops, the eateries, and a really cool track called Pandora Walkthrough, which gives you a sort of audio tour of the land. And the music and the sound of Pandora is really important to the storytelling being done there. And so listening to this is extremely transportative, tra- transportative, transportative. <laughs> Whatever the word is, it really takes you to Pandora, and so it's really fun to relive those experiences, get your Disney fix with this uh, loop. It's really very relaxing, and again, it gives you that feeling of being right there in the middle of that extremely immersive land. So, highly recommend checking this one out. All right, next track. The answer is the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. You want to talk about music setting a scene. I mean, Disney uses this uh, sort of old-timey music a lot for lots of different attractions and areas. Here at the Tower of Terror, this jazz music from the early 20th century perfectly puts you in a swanky 30s hotel. You can hear lots of different jazz artists on here. This one is called There's a House in Harlem for Sale, performed by Red Allen. You can also hear Duke Ellington, Johnny Hodges, Vera Lynn, among a bunch of others. And in the verses that I have, I can't verify if this is the case at the attraction itself, if these are the source files, but there's this sort of reverb or echoey effect on there, and it takes the creepy level <laughs> up a notch. And when I'm standing there in the lobby, I feel like around the corner somewhere, someone left a gramophone on in 1939, and it's just been playing this one record ever since. So I, I love that. It makes my skin crawl just thinking about that. And the fact that you know this is already one of the most detailed and immersive attractions Disney's ever built. Music takes everything up one notch. So love, love this music. And uh, again, it's going to take you right back to the attraction when you listen to it at home. So check it out. All right, next track. The answer here might have been a tricky one for some of you, but this is Disney Springs. And this was introduced when Disney Springs uh, rolled over from downtown Disney. And uh, the best description for this genre I could find is electronic techno jazz fusion. That's easy to remember. (laughs) But it does fit in nicely with the very modern, industrial, and sort of hipster feel that Disney Springs uh, established. So uh, it's got that feeling of driving you forward while also be relaxing at the same time. So it's it's good shopping music. I get why they sort of took this sort of feel uh, with this background music. And, you know, at first when I listened to it, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's a sort of freeform electronic jazz. It's, it's interesting. And then you listen closer and you're like, oh, there's actual Disney song melodies woven in here, but it's very subtle. You gotta really listen closely. This one, for instance, is uh, "You Can Fly" from Peter Pan. So go back and listen, and you'll be like, "Oh, yeah, it's totally there." And uh, it's just fun to listen to the loops actually, and try to guess each song as the melody sort of emerges from the crazy again electronic jazz. It's it's fun to listen to. You can do your own little name that tune there, just listening to all the different background music at Disney Springs. So. 
fun addition to to the landscape of Disney background music. Very unique and fun to listen to. So check it out. All right, next loop. And the answer is Soren. This is from the Soren Q loop. And I'm not really exaggerating when I say that this music got me through college. Uh, whenever I needed to hunker down and write a paper or study for a test, whatever it was, this music was my companion. And I really wouldn't have gotten nearly as much work done without this music. It's It's got that uplifting, inspirational tone to it. Like the Wilderness Lodge, this all comes from movie scores. And uh, not all of them Disney. Once again, they really it's interesting how Disney isn't afraid to use other companies' soundtracks as their as their background music in the parks. You will hear a lot of movies or, or tracks from a lot of movies that have to do with flight. So you'll hear Air Force One, The Rocketeer, Apollo 13, but others like Dave, Steel Magnolias, and A Beautiful Mind have nothing to do with flight. So I think it was really just about finding music that was similar in feel to the main Soren theme. That was written by Jerry Goldsmith, and you'll hear several Jerry Goldsmith tracks in this loop. So I think it makes sense they were trying to emulate that same sound or find songs that do fall into that same category. Other composers represented are John Williams, James Horner, Bill Conti, John Barry. These are just some of the most legendary composers in film history. So it's really kind of a who's who of of movie composers and uh, again, relaxing, euphoric, uplifting, feeling like you're floating through the clouds sort of uh, soundtrack. So I really like listening to it. Highly recommend it over an hour long. And uh, I think you'll uh, enjoy the amount of work you'll get done listening to it if if you're anything like me. All right, let's get to the next one. And the answer here is Discovery Island at Animal Kingdom. Now this loop is actually taken over. It has skyrocketed to the top of my go-to work playlist, taken over for that Soren loop. So much so that I actually had to scale back listening to it because I was walking through Animal Kingdom one day and I felt like I was at work. So I had to stop listening to it so much because literally it was like every day. But I was actually in the park the day that this debuted a couple of years ago. It was Marathon Weekend 2018. Uh, my wife ran the marathon, I was there along for the ride, and the marathon, if you don't know, is the first weekend in January after New Year's. So for most of our trip, they were still playing Christmas music, but the last day of our trip, went to Animal Kingdom that morning, and I heard this new music, and I was instantly just entranced and had to go find it. And in, in keeping with the theme of Animal Kingdom, they're able to take all different genres of music. So you'll hear African beats, you'll hear Caribbean influence, you'll hear Asian, you'll hear South American, really like all different exotic and giving you that feeling of nature. And it's really just, you have to listen to it. Listen to the whole thing. The genres are all different, but somehow it all is cohesive as this perfect soundtrack to welcome you into Animal Kingdom. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, this one, you can find all the tracks on Spotify. I will link a playlist to all of these put together. Really, really great to listen to. So, next track.
And the answer here to round out our first segment is Tomorrowland. We started it off with a fan favorite at Epcot, ending it off with another fan favorite here. And few tracks can take me directly to a specific place in Walt Disney World than this Tomorrowland background music. Something about the arrangement and just the way it sounds is so distinctively Tomorrowland and it's a go-to for sure when I need that that Disney hit. I know you know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to the show, you know what I'm saying when you need that Disney fix. This this is the remedy for you. Uh, what's fun is that all the tracks are different Tomorrowland songs from both present and past attractions, uh, all arranged in a sort of unique and fun way. Like I said, this very distinctive genre of music, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you'll hear stuff like Miracles of Molecules from Adventures Through Inner Space, which is from Disneyland actually. Seize the Future from Alien Encounter, Strange Things from Buzz Lightyear, The Best Time of Your Life from the old Carousel of Progress, and this one is A Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow from the current and original Carousel of Progress, and I just love the quirky sort of digital sound to it. It's, it's very fun. Uh, I'll say it again, it's very Tomorrowland, so I really am uh, quite fond of this track. When I need just uh, to be in Disney World, I put this on. All right, now it's time for our lightning round. You only have five seconds to guess these ones, so this is for my fellow hardcore Disney background music people, so let's head into our first one. And the answer is, it's tough to be a bug. This is the music that plays while you're waiting to head into the theater, and it's all made up of show tunes sung by bugs. (laughs) All right, next one. And the answer is Frozen Ever After cue music. Another newcomer here, and it does a nice job of blending the songs from the movie with the sort of Norwegian folk style of music, so I do enjoy listening to this one. All right, next one. And the answer is The Muppet Courtyard. This is a fun loop because it features these sort of jazzy, brassy versions of songs from the various Muppet movies. All right, next track. And the answer is Nomad Lounge. You might have heard me talk about this music on the Everything We Love About Disney podcast, and it's another one that's really exotic and eclectic and uh, really adds to the theming of this cool bar and lounge there at Animal Kingdom. So check it out. All right, here's the next one. And the answer is Main Street USA, of course. One of the most iconic areas in all of Walt Disney World, and the music definitely plays a big role in the theming on this one. So very fun to listen to. Okay, next track. answer here is the International Gateway. This might be a tough one for many of you because it doesn't really have a recognizable track to it, but I think this sort of folksy and worldly music plays a great role as a transition into World Showcase. All right, let's get into the next one. The answer is Gaston's Tavern. If you know your stuff, you might recognize the melody here from Human Again, which was a song written for Beauty and the Beast that was later cut. And you can hear this alongside all the other classic songs from the movie done in this Renaissance style that works really nicely in New Fantasyland. Alright, next track. And the answer is 
Expedition Everest. Probably no surprise that it's from Animal Kingdom, uh, specifically the village of Anandapur that you explore on your way into the attraction. All right, let's get to the next one. And the answer is Baseline Tap House over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And yes, you're hearing this right, it is a cover of Funky Town because all the music at Baseline are these lounge covers of pop songs, which is a lot of fun to listen to. All right, next track. And our final answer is Space Mountain. This might be the most beloved and well-known of all the Disney background music tracks. This was my ringtone at one point. This track is perfect. It is everything. It is Space Mountain, Tomorrowland, Disney World, goodness, and can't get enough of this track. Thank you so much for watching this season three premiere of the Disc Quiz. Very excited for what's to come. And like I said at the top of the show, it's going to be all over the place for season three. I'm doing whatever I feel like keeping it fresh, keeping it changing. You might see more stuff like this where you're the contestant. You might see some history-focused content. You might see some game show style stuff be brought back. You might see an interview, a collaboration with someone. It, really, anything is on the table, and that's the way I like it. Keep it uh, always different, so it's uh, always fresh and fun for both me and you. So if there's something specific you want to see or don't want to see, uh, leave a comment or shoot me an email, thedizquiz at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you and get you involved in some way. And as always, subscribing, liking, commenting, leaving a review in the podcast app, all that stuff really helps the show grow. Also, following on social media is great as well. Really appreciate your support, and thank you so much for watching. Until next time, I've been Tommy T. This has been the Diz Quiz. We will see you real soon. Bye-bye.